0: for me to tell you a little joke. Yes? Are you laughing now?
1: Well, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 17 of Embrace the Suck, the only official, licensed, sanctioned, Short pants wearing podcast of APG, bringing you two cents worth of free advice on the heavy hitting lifestyle. I'm your host, Bill Hart, coming to you almost live this time from North Island, New Zealand, where the town of Mellons Folly Ranch, and I guess it's about six hours from Auckland, is up for sale for the cool, cool price of $7.5 million. We'll dive into that here shortly. First, Say hello and welcome to my fantastic co-host and co-business partner, Marcus J. Walker. Hello, welcome. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Living the dream, man. How are you? Not dead yet, so far as I know. But um, yeah. So uh, shifting back to New Zealand, um, yeah, seven point five million dollars for uh for the town of Melons Folly Ranch, and uh, the cool deal here apparently is that. Uh, this was a town modeled after an 1860s Wyoming mining town, and it's complete with functioning saloon and billiard hall. And um, it also has a honey farm that cranks out 10 plus tons of honey per year. I don't really know from honey or mining towns, but uh, I don't know. What do you think? Are you interested?
0: yeah let's go do they take paypal <laughs>
1: um yeah just paypal just paypal me bro maybe we can mo <laughs> yeah and i don't know if maybe these are uh they're new zealand dollars so i don't know if they're like canada dollars where they're not it's not real money it's like bongo money it's not you know it's like 50 bucks I don't know. I'm in.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, you want to go in halves? Does it come with the people? Oh, you know, are we going to have townsfolk? Yeah, bring your own
1: people. It kind of ruins the Old West aesthetic. Aesthetic, can I say this? Kind of ruins it, I think, if they've all got New Zealand accents.
0: I don't know. I'm down. I like it. A bunch of cowboys. I mean, that would just be – that would be uh, the the deal. You know, people see one thing and – and they get another. I like it. Like everybody will make that'll be my first law that everybody has to dress like they're in the old west.
1: Yeah, that, Parasole, that was that was kind of my question. Was, uh, like
0: cowboy how cowboy
1: boots? Yeah. How old west is it though? I mean, does it have like wheelchair ramps or or air conditioning? Like how authentic is this? Plus, New Zealand. Do you really need air conditioning? I don't know. I haven't been to New Zealand. I mean. Uh, did you I've ever not to, need air conditioning? How about that?
0: I've been to South Australia, like South Sydney Australia? area. And I'm thinking I think we can get away with the no air conditioning there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was in uh I was I hung out on the east coast and the west coast of Australia and uh it, it seemed a lot like San Diego generally. Um what you know, but better. Uh but uh, that didn't seem like you really needed air conditioning so bad. But uh but this this old west situation it raises a, a good question, I think. So, you know, in, in the current climate, like how how much of a safe space is this or unsafe space, as it were, from any politically correct anything? Like can you just kinda roll how you roll in um what's the name of this place? Mellons Folly Ranch? Can you just well, you, we own it. We make the rules. <laughs> You would think that, right?
0: But yeah, don't spit on the floor. Um, you, what is what is it that they used to drink back in the old west? The old sarsaparilla. Make mine red eye. Me, make yeah, mine red eye. <laughs> yeah, make mine a red eye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, if you get eighty six, then I guess that you really are just drinking eighty six proof. Because that that was the origin of that, right? Like they're handing you eighty six. Correct. Yeah. yeah.
0: 86 proof.
1: Yeah, so I mean I'd go. I mean if it was uh authentic, I'd go for at least a little while. Sure. How long would you stay, you think?
0: Uh at least a year. A year? Uh, yeah, I know like the the fly fishing down there is supposedly insane too.
1: So mm, I don't I'm know. I'm down, man. That. Yeah. I never had any urge to fish for flies. But yeah, I was thinking about like how long would I stay, but then I had to shift to like what would make me leave an authentic old West town. Oh,
0: buddy, (laughs) the list is long but distinguished.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I can only take so much piano music, right? Like saloon food again. Come on. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, you can be the cookie.
1: Hey, cookie. Yeah. Dude, I, um, I can't remember if I told you on the way, uh, driving from, from San Diego to out here on the, on the East coast, we stopped through Tombstone, Arizona and, um, not to disparage the good folk of Tombstone, but, uh, it's not close to the freeway. And I was, I'll say underwhelmed, especially for the drive. It's, it's a good 20 miles or so off the freeway. and. It's like, it's like two blocks. It's like two blocks, and there's not much going on. Hey,
0: hot tip. My, uh, my little dude uh-huh. was named while we were in Tombstone, Arizona. Could not decide on a name, and, uh, and he was a breech baby. And uh, so we went out there and trying to get him to turn about a month before he was born. Mm-hmm. We went out there for Wyatt Earp days and uh, right before we got in the car, it was, hey, what do you think about naming the little dude Wyatt? And we, uh, I'm like, sold. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, that's my uh, my tombs. I have been there. Um, I had sarsaparilla there, believe it or not. Nice. On my way back to the car. Yeah. So I have seen it.
1: Nice. I thought that uh I was under the impression this entire time that he was named for Reginald J. Wyatt, inventor of the can opener, but I guess that's, you know, Wyatt. Well, that's. <laughs> now somebody's going to google like who who uh who invented the can opener. I made that up, man. I don't really know who invented the can opener. It'd be cool if his name was Wyatt though and I was right. I'm so smart I don't even know how smart I am. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I I digest, but I digest. Moving right along, quick beard update. Um, I have no idea, man. I shaved back in March and haven't shaved since. And um, so this week, I'm I'm rating myself as something around journeyman pirate. So uh, you know, I look professional, but not quite not quite fearsome, on par with you know the blackbeards of the world.
0: Objection, Your Honor. Uh, I think if you had a uh, a top hat on, you could be that saloon uh, that saloon plano piano player that you uh referenced
1: earlier the guy that gets shot all the time i need like a like a little derby hat
0: and a sign that says please don't shoot
1: piano player
0: yes that guy that's what you're looking like right now
1: terrific um yeah okay well i'm gonna go with that then saloon piano player the, the not shootable kind all right. So finally, all right, let's get into it, man. So topic this week, uh, a few a few months back at this point. Here, harken back with me to a few months back when this coronavirus thing was all fresh and new and somewhat funny still. And it's, seeing as it's definitely not funny now, it's, it's a bit on the tiresome side. We put out um, what we were calling the Embrace the Suck Challenge, and we put out a list of uh, 30 items, 30 items that you could do during lockdown that would be marginally uncomfortable and would keep you at least a little bit entertained and keep you maybe focused and getting a little bit stronger from the neck up while you're locked down. Since then, uh, we, well, so we put that out during one of our Tuesday tip of the week's things that, that you can go and sign up for still, because it's still getting put out on every yes Tuesday. Uh, but we put out 30 of these things and, um, I was thumbing through old emails, looking for something else. And I, I saw this and I thought it would be a cool time to go, go through it and see which, see which ones we've done or which ones we've heard about other folks doing and uh, how that all planned out. So um, did you, uh, you got any favorites going into this oh,
0: thing? Yeah, I have a few, man. Um, the, uh, the, the, the 12 hour unplugged, uh, I uh, just went up to the mountains in Tahoe uh, to do some fly fishing with my little dude, um, which was awesome. Um, he, uh, he liked the water, like the mountains, and, and I like not being on my phone or my email. Um, that's definitely one. The cold shower thing, man, you know me. I love my coffee. Um, cold shower, it's kind of something I've always done, um, you know, don't get me wrong people I'll take the hot shower uh but then i turn that cold water on and i see how long i can uh, i can go uh better than two cups of nitro cold brew um i did a lot of these uh i read a lot of books but i do that anyway so that uh, we have new material digging that stuff yeah. um since uh, we do the tip of the week, uh, I like the the Warrior Wednesday. I like reading up on guys and finding an interesting uh, little posts that they do. Uh, and then the three hundred, digging the three hundred. That's something I could do with him. Uh, I keep a dry erase board in my garage. Uh, what you do? So-
1: uh, what did you do for your three hundred?
0: You know, uh, we picked one exercise per day and, uh, he, uh, he would pick some and we would do them together and, uh, you know, you got to wear boys out, man. You know that. Yeah. Um, uh, saw a few of them on the list that I, we were doing, uh, the cooking thing, uh, you want your kids to eat vegetables, hot tip, have them grow them and cook them. Uh, so doing stuff like that, you had, the paint a self portrait, build a house. So, uh, so we built a workshop. Uh, we framed it out. We ran the wiring. We uh, we hung the drywall. We mudded it, and uh, and we painted it. And then uh, the inside's pretty cool. You've seen pictures. Uh, I did the whole inside of the workshop in pegboard. So all my tools are now on display.
1: Nice, dude. My tools on display. Mine's just a Leatherman. It's like one Leatherman <laughs> on a shelf. You can look at it. <laughs> Leave five bucks if you if you think of it. Um,
0: well, that and that hammer, because you know you built your. Uh, oh yeah. You Built your yeah. You built that thing that you'll never be able to move. Uh, Not gonna try that to move. Little bar slash dip bar. Yeah. It comes with the house if you ever sell.
1: You bet. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So for, uh, for those listening at home, yeah, I, uh, I wanted I wanted a pull up bar in the garage. Right. So obviously I want something sturdy cause I'm, I got my screwball kids and I don't want them knocking it over. So I get a hold of these, uh, six by sixes and I kind of built a pull up bar around those. And, um, like you can, you can probably, I mean, you could probably hang a car off of this thing. You can use it for a cherry picker if, um, you know, if you get tired of doing pull-ups, but yeah, it's not going nowhere. And when I told Mark about, about, Hey, I built a pull-up bar and I sent him a picture of it. He's like, tell me you use screws to build that. I'm like, no, giant nails, nails of woe. It's not going nowhere. Where's it going? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> so for me, what did I do here, man? Um, so on the phone, a friend one, I went, I started going through my phone. I was going to do that. And I actually... I had thought of this when I was looking for somebody's number and I have so many people's numbers in my phone and half of them, like, like it's not their number. I got a lot of dead people in my phone too, which kind of sucks. I I went through there and I started thinking of who could I call? Who could I call? And I actually tried to call a few people and then it's like, it's somebody else's number now. And they're like, yeah, no, who are you? And then they're mad because you're interrupting their lockdown or whatever. Like, like they were in the middle of something. So that was, you know, I got a hold of a few people though, and that was cool. I talked to a dude up in Idaho. I'm actually thinking of trying to get like a little, like a little escape hatch in Idaho or something, maybe down the road. You know, when the when that lottery comes in for me, because you never know, right? Uh, clean up your act. This is one of my favorites, just because you ever you ever see that show, Hoarders? I have, dude. I don't I don't know if it if it affects you like it affects me, but it affects me. Oh, it definitely does,
0: man. Like it's uh we we did we uh we went through a lot you know uh this stuff um even even the dude man he uh he was going in there and going through stuff going hey dad we can donate this i mean and and he just turned five dude he he's the same way in that regard of having all this stuff just so um, yeah very similar in my in personality as i am um you know, having everything organized. I do not like disorganization. That's why I put pegboard in my workshop so I can see all my tools. I don't like rooting, through. you know, looking, trying to find something.
1: Nice. Yeah. I'm not really that organized per se, but I don't, I try to not have very much stuff, but I mean, yeah, when I see that show, it it drives me absolutely nuts. And I like, I immediately, I got to run upstairs and start getting rid of stuff. But uh, like I noticed something I noticed and I think I mentioned it in another podcast that one of the things with these these hoarders is there seems to be a disconnect when they start thinking about the time that they have. Like they'll have a busted up cuckoo clock just laying in the yard and the, and somebody's like, you know, you don't need a cuckoo clock laying in the yard. They're like, yeah, I could fix that. I could fix it and sell it for like 20 bucks, you know. And like, yeah, you could, but then you got like a Chevy over there right next to it. Like, well, why don't you get this towed out of here? It's like, it's got, it's rusted out. It's got cobwebs. Like, no, there's good parts on there. And I could, you know, somebody could turn that into a hot rod and like, yeah, but you don't, and you got a whole house full of things like this. And there's not, there's literally not enough time. Like you're mistaking your time for your talent. Like, yeah, maybe you could do all this stuff, but physically it's not possible. There aren't enough hours left in your life. And then uh, I see that and I just immediately, I'm like, I got to get rid of things. I got to go.
0: Yeah. I, I also think it's people that grew up during the depression too. You know, you see a lot of older people that, you know, yeah. throw that away because, you know, when it all goes pear-shaped, you know, I need this. And, yeah. Uh, so I, I can appreciate
1: it. Let's see. One of the other ones I did here. Uh, Loosen it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, we have uh, 90 minutes of stretching, like spend 90 minutes getting a solid stretch on. I didn't do 90 minutes, but uh, I mean, I stretch. I, I try to stretch pretty good every day. And and uh, talking to talking to some older team guys, like this is a regular thing, I guess, you know, like you get used to going over the wall and busting yourself up or, or you know, riding the boats and getting your knees crushed. Like, you know, by the time you hit Forty or so, like you're—you'll be the first to know. Like you got to stay stretched out, or you're going to be laying in bed for the first half hour just trying to move.
0: Yeah, that's how I—what I, I have to do to get out of bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, huh? But yeah, I thought of this because uh, when I was at when I was at language school for Japanese, I had this—I uh I had this teacher that that was really big on sumo, and it was it was funny because she was an older lady. Like all my all my teachers were older ladies, so even now I can understand older Japanese ladies but like i can't understand anybody else um she was all about sumo and she'd tell me like you know they can do the splits i'm like ah maybe i don't know and then she'd show me video and like they really can like she would wheel in the vcr they had a vcr to show you stuff but she would wheel in vcr every once in a while like if the class was doing good and she'd let you watch sumo and then like you have to translate what they're talking about which takes some of the sport out of it but um She'd run on and on about, look, they can do the splits and look. And then, then, but then she'd try to tell you that the guy that you see, you know, the sumo guy, she'd say, that's all muscle. I'm like, look, I don't, I don't mean to disappoint. You know, you were doing, you you were doing real good just on the splits thing on the flexibility thing. But now you try to pitch this like, look, that's not what muscle looks like. I'm really sorry. No, no, it is. It is I'm like, okay. All right. Okay. It is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else I, do we got? I know here?
0: you well, I know you turned me on to the fasting thing, man. Yeah, um,
1: yeah.
0: Well, you're real big on that. And, uh, you know, I've been working on that. I mean, I like to, to snack uh, after the dude goes down because I bust my computer out and get some more work done. Um, and uh had to cut back on that, but also keeping the healthy snacks uh, yeah. around the house so that uh, – you're not doing the sugar. You're not doing the carbs, um, but that's you know awesome gardening. Now uh got some garden boxes. Again, you want your kids to eat vegetables. Let them grow them. Let them cook them. Um, fruits and vegetables.
1: And I looked at doing that, that's you the- <clears throat> know, out in the yard. But I mean, my kids run so crazy. It's like, you know, they'd be out there stomping on them.
0: It's well, that's not- why we got the race garden boxes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so yeah, so getting back to the fasting thing, that was one of the things that we had listed out there. Was uh, fasting for 24 hours, and I think a lot of people initially hear fasting for 24 hours, they think it's going to hurt really bad. And honestly, I think if you time the uh, the hungry part of it to the to when you're asleep, because that counts too, when you're asleep, it doesn't yeah. really hurt so bad. Um, you really don't even notice, but you do feel, you know, when you start coming to the end of that, that you you really feel yourself getting kind of your engine is kind of smoothing out and things are running a little bit properly. And uh, You know, I I try not to subscribe to the fad diet kind of thing, but it it really works pretty well if, uh, if you get a chance.
0: Well, I I noticed when I was doing the, just the intermittent fasting, uh, I started sleeping better uh, controlling that window when I was doing my intake. So,
1: yeah. Well, I, I've been doing the one where it's, uh, eight hours, like an eight hour food window. And apparently, I mean, I guess, you know, guys trying to make gains cause I ain't a thick dude, you know, so I'll try to get a little gain if I can, but guys trying to make gains are, you know, doing stuff like waking up in the middle of the night to eat. But then you find out that it's actually, uh, when you're not eating and your body's not trying to digest food that, uh, it actually has time to repair and rebuild itself. And that's, you know, surprise, surprise, you were doing it wrong all along.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's but talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what else did we have on here? What did we have? Uh, you said you were looking at the, uh, no chair for a day, no furniture.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I always feel like I'm on the go. And honestly, I like putting my, uh, my computer on my, my kitchen Island, dude, and just work standing up. Uh, I feel more efficient that way. And, uh, it's easier on my joints too, man. Uh, that, that one right there, I think I'm going to do that one. I'll do that one tomorrow. Oh, nice. uh, We'll do a quick no chair day update on our next podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, you let me know. I'm going to actually probably not do that because my, my back and knees just won't have it. Um, I mean just moving the 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 young dude out from the west coast, you know my kid was had a little apartment out there on the west coast while he was finishing school. And man with the moving and like you know once you get everything out of the house and you're just sitting on the floor and that just buddy, talk about talk about furniture appreciation. It's kind of like when you're when you're on patrol and you're uh you're carrying carrying the heavy weight and you're going to stop and you start looking for that good tree stump or that good rock <laughs> and yeah.
0: It's not yeah. to sit your, 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 your butt on. It's to actually rest your pack on while you're sitting on the ground.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're a new guy and old guys are always getting the good, like, how'd you get a tree? Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Just lucky. But uh, don't What else do we have here? We had some pretty good ones. It was, it was kind of cool reviewing this, even though, you know, now I'm kind of ready for this, this COVID. Yeah. Wrap up. Uh, I've done fat guy Friday. Um, okay, Friday what was that
0: that was, that was where you go through your cupboards in the fridge and you use the ingredients that are in there um, you know go back to those college days uh, where you know you can make ramen 18 different ways
1: <laughs> Oh, nice! Um,
0: but yeah I mean uh, dude you can make anything into tacos dude I'm telling you it's uh, you know I'm gonna try that. Um, growing fresh cilantro we always have some tomatoes on tap And, uh, and you can just, you can go to town, man. And, uh, you know, we, we don't eat a lot of beef, uh, ground beef here. You know, we, uh, mostly lean Turkey. So, you know, I just pull some of that out just go through there, go out to the garden, man, chop it up and, uh, and then throw it in a taco shell, man.
1: (laughs) Oh, nice. I got to try that. What we didn't have on here. What we didn't have on here that I definitely got a dose of today was air conditioning appreciation. I, uh, I had to go to the DMV and I took, uh, took the little dude, well, little, you know, not as little dude as your little dude, but, uh, my son, it's 18. I took him with, cause he hasn't seen downtown Charleston. So I said, Hey, come with man. We'll go, we'll go hit the DMV. It's a great time. And then we'll go downtown and you can see, <laughs> you know, <laughs> treat yourself. People are, people are helpful. <laughs> yeah. Who's who in mental health. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, we did that, you know, and then we went downtown to Charleston and uh dude, it's uh it's Iraq hot down there. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. Dude, you got it's your humid going on.
1: Yeah, it's like 90, it was like 91, 92, something like that and the humidity is is topped out. And I said, well, "We'll just duck in somewhere and we'll get a snack, man." And everything is locked up. You know, everything is takeaway only because of, you know, my COVID. So we're standing there. We just go to a sandwich place. I'm like, it can't be too far. And I mean, I learned the hard way. Like don't wear long pants. Long pants was a bad choice. It's like nylon. It's like old nylon appreciation out there. Oh, yeah. So for, for, for the, for
0: our listeners, yeah. Explain what nylon is.
1: Yeah. So nylon is like the traditional team guy training ground. Uh, and it's like, it's typically a one month trip and it's down near the Mexican border and, uh, guys would always say you're not really a platoon until you finish Nylon. So it's one month it's out in the desert and, and they had this training area out in the desert because you can basically run and gun and shoot and blow stuff up and go crazy, you know, just all over the place for a month. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to hit any structures because nobody's got the bad sense to build a house out there or to try to live out there. And, uh, man it's hot it's like being on on the moon or something it's like just it's big rocks and dirt and sweat and that's all that's there and it and uh they've got a facility they you know they call it the new facility but it got there in i want to say like 96 97 and they used to have what they called old nylon and it was a shed and dudes lived <laughs> in a shed and man you know, there was a few times where, like before we went to Iraq, uh, you know, whichever time, um, and there would be four or five or six platoons out there at once. So guys would have to stay, you know, in the shed or in a tent or, or some such. And it was, it reminded me of today. You know, <laughs> like pants sticking to legs and like that, the sun beating down on your baseball hat it's not the deal not you should have tried the uh
0: that was one of the other challenges we had was the gallon of water challenge yeah and uh those would mean i drink i drink three liter and a half bottles a day and um so i'm getting my more than a gallon and i feel if i
1: don't oh man Um, i could use um, that gallon right now i'm still uh i'm still in a little bit of nylon mode i feel like i should be walking into the chow hall making a peanut butter jelly sandwich Yes. I'm, not, I'm that unhappy. But um well that's about all I got for today, man. I think you know, we got enough stuff here. We could probably move through this again and, and look at some of these other embrace this uh COVID corona challenge items, but uh we can get to that another time. Before we get out of here, you got anything you wanna you wanna pitch?
0: Uh yeah, if you guys uh, are new listeners and you're interested in these just hit me up at uh info at and i'd be happy to share the list with you um and i can email it to you uh and you guys can go through here and see what uh what you're willing to do and uh to get stronger
1: all right and if you've got questions thoughts comments or concerns or you got an idea for a topic you'd like to hear us cover you can send us a quick email again at info at And that's really pretty much all we've got uh, for today. If you'd like to see what we have going at APG, you can check out our new and redone website at www.apg.team, where you can also sign up for our Tuesday tip of the week, which comes out every, yes, Tuesday. Tuesday. And if you like what we're putting out, then do feel free to subscribe to this channel so you can get our latest and greatest in a timely fashion and do share these ideas with your friends, because as we always say, the world needs hitters. So, As the sun sets slowly in the east, we will leave you with the words of Alexander the Great, who says, upon the conduct of each depends the fate of the many.